the In Search of America podcast, copyright 2017, all rights reserved. Music by Keith Medley at keithmedleymusic.com. This is episode 32, an interview with Jeff Stewart of Grafton, West Virginia. Born and raised Grafton, West Virginia. Uh, I've lived different states due to my work over the years, but I've returned here. Love the people here, love the mountains. That's uh, from my family histories here in Grafton. My grandfather was uh, had a band called the Corbin Band, and when the dam was constructed in 1936, I believe, he'd done the dedication to the uh, uh, to the dam and uh, my great great grandfather was standing there the day that Bailey Brown got killed uh, he was a constable and they was telling him he was being relieved of duty because the war was about to break out and as Bailey Brown crossed the bridge uh, he was hollered halt who goes there three times as they do he pulled up, shot the guard in the ear, and the guard shot pulled up and shot and killed Bailey Brown. And he was killed behind the house that was tore down in 1947 when I was born and built a new home. And since, uh, the monument has been moved out to Route 50 where it's visible to the public. I hope at some point in time maybe a park or something can be constructed to where they can move it down back there where, where it actually happened. I understand that you build hot rods. And as an old hot rodder myself, I would love to hear about that. I've currently, the one I've kept, I've built uh, probably close to 50 or 60 for people over the United States. Uh, the one I've got now is a 1937 Ford convertible with a, uh, the original flathead motor with a blower system on it. Uh, it's in uh, Street Rotter Magazine, and the caption read, Back to the Future, uh, 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 depicting an old car with a brand new motor, air conditioning, all the modern conveniences. And to date, I have possibly got 85,000 miles on it. Speedometer broke a couple of years ago, and with some other projects, haven't had a time to fix it. Uh, but at uh, Street Rotter Magazine picked it as one of the top 10 cars in the nation in 1996. I've also built a motorcycle. I've built a lot of motorcycles for friends and people. But I've also got a motorcycle that was the number one motorcycle in the world in 1978, Daytona, Florida. It was a suicide shift Triumph, which there was no such thing at the time. Everything was designed and built. I've kind of had a knack for that and been blessed with some artwork, not like a lot of artists, but enough to, to get me by and make me look good. What motor do you have in that Ford? Uh, it's a, a, well, the Ford, the car's a 37 flathead, but our 37 Ford, the motor is a 46 Ford flathead, which is the same as 37, but all the internal components are upgraded and, and a lot stronger to hold up under having fun. Now, you were born and raised here in Grafton, is that correct? Yes, sir. 70 years ago. 
How much have you seen change? Oh my goodness. Uh, when the malls came out, of course, every town seen change when the malls started because we lost our mom and pop stores in downtown. Uh, 1963, Grafton was the all-American city, and at that point, things were thriving. The railroad was uh, in its heyday, uh, but since then, when you go down through town, it's nice to see little stores like this being brought back to life uh, through art galleries or uh, sale of parts or anything. But uh, Grafton has always been a railroad town, been a big town, and uh, it's where my dad jumped off the troop train on his way to the war. Mom had a Sunday school class. She was taken on a little excursion. He grabbed her and gave her a big hug and a kiss, said, wait here, I'll be back in two years. And I always thought that was pretty cool. Wow. <laughs> that actually that is happened. a great story. Yeah. That actually happened. But uh, And I have worked all over the East Coast as a civil engineer on uh, construction of water treatment plants, fish hatcheries, uh, sewage plants. Uh, and I kept coming back to, to West Virginia. Last time I got tired of traveling, came back, got on the railroad, CSX, well, B&O, went to Chassis System, then CSX, and I've since retired from the railroad. And winding down on my hobbies, uh, as you get older, you, things, you move a little slower and just can't do stuff you used to. So what was it like growing up in a small town like Grafton? Everybody knew everybody, and of course, no computers to keep you preoccupied, so the kids left the house at daylight. You eat your breakfast, and you, probably, you might eat lunch two or three blocks down the street or maybe a mile down the road and supper somewhere, and uh, we always had kids, a lot of kids at our house for supper. Uh, everybody took care of everybody, and now you walk out, your neighbors don't speak, you don't know half of them. Uh, Everything's too fast paced. And I tell everybody, I'd have made a good cowboy because things were slow moving back in them days. And I'm not much on technology. My cell phone's a flip phone. And I wouldn't have that if I wasn't starting to forget things. So, uh, growing up in Grafton, people were kind and we just, there was no problems. Nobody locked your doors. If people come by that needed a little something, they wanted to work for a can of food. They didn't want to give to them. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it was a different time. I would think that since you've stayed here, that it must still be somewhat of a good place to live. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, I retired here. My folks, my parents' home, since they've since uh, passed on, it's been sold. But I've got my home, and I'll, I'll die here myself. Uh, it's just a great place to live, and it's still quiet compared to the big cities. I've got three daughters. One of them lives in Philly, one lives in Baltimore, and Aaron lives in Cleveland. And it's just absolutely a chore to go to those places. <laughs> I, I like this quiet laid back. And, and also, too, I, my birthday was about a month ago, and um, the wife had an exceptional party that I hadn't knew nothing about. There's college friends there. There's a couple of my neighborhood buds that were uh, they lost their father when they was a baby, and Dad took care of them. Uh, my biker friends was there, uh, college friends was there, uh, church friends was there, minister was there. Uh, 
and we had a really, really good time. So all the fastest of my life was in one particular room that night as I looked around and seen everybody. And there was over 100 people there and supposed to have been more. But yeah, Grafton's a great place to live. Uh, the crime, there's crime everywhere. So in our little town, the police are on top of things. So if we just get rid of some of these opioids and drugs of that nature, uh, it would be a better place as everywhere else would be too. It sounds to me, especially the way you were describing your birthday party, which, by the way, I'm really sorry that I didn't know you then because it would have been great to attend that, I think. But anyhow, it sounds from what you were saying that in Grafton, one can still find a great sense of community. Yes, yes, it is. And all the people in my party, now, if I sit here now and think about it and I look around, I could probably call any one of them. And there was people from all over the United States at the party. I could call every, any one of them, I believe, and, and have the help that I need or want because uh, there's people out there that's always in need. And I've asked, I guess, the good Lord, whatever time I got left, I want to be able to help people. And uh, that is my plan. Well, Jeff, I truly want to thank you for taking the time and sitting for this interview. Yeah, it's, it, it's always good to talk to anybody that's interested in the history, especially of Grafton, but history anywhere, because people don't take the time to spend time with people and let, let them know the story and, and what, they've, what they've done or part of what they've done in their life because I could stay here for about two or three days and never turn the mic off. Some stories I can tell, some can't tell. Well, if there's any story that you want to tell, whether you can tell it or you can't, I am certainly willing to sit here and listen. <laughs> nah, well, I'd, sit, I'd have to think on some, but nah. Then why don't we do this? You take time to think on it. And when you're ready to tell more of these stories, again, whether they're stories that you can tell or you can't, you let me know and we will sit down and we will do another interview just for the stories. Okay, yeah, we can do that. That'd be great. And I want to go for a ride in the hot rod, too. We can do that, too. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. The In Search of America podcast, copyright 2017, all rights reserved. Music by Keith Medley at keithmedleymusic.com.